0: about co-housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. co Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We're developing the first co-housing project in Texas, and we're really glad you found us today.
1: Hi hi there, Kelly. How are you today? Sorry. I can't even speak right. I haven't had oh, enough
0: time. We're having uh, technical difficulties today so much as it's a Saturday. I think neither of us is like really fully on yeah. it today. Yeah? yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's a nice day in the neighborhood. I feel like it's, it's a nice good day, day,
0: in the neighborhood. day. It is. It's yeah. the beginning of June, but it's still relatively really nice out. And Yeah. School's out. So I don't know. I'm a much more relaxed, uh, the relaxed attitude coming across on this. Yeah,
1: I feel like the whole city has kind of like got this little blanket over it right now, of kind of a cozy kind of jammies till later in the day, kind of a feel to the day. (laughs) Traffic is not roaring in the same furious way as it does. (laughs) So. Yeah,
0: it's funny because Houston has hustle in it. Like yeah. it has hustle, but also it's got that good, like Gulf Coast, like yeah. we're just gonna hang. Sea up.
1: breeze is coming up from the Gulf <laughs> yep. this morning. So, yep. listen, I I was just thinking we haven't talked in a couple of weeks, and uh, no, the podcast is not dead. We're still alive and well, and spinning out ideas like crazy. But I've been out of town, yep. and Kelly has been busy wrapping up the school year. And I thought, why don't we just have a chat this morning and talk about what's going on uh, in our project, just kind of give people a
0: bit of a status update. Yeah, um, so for people who have been following along, they know that we started our construction and it turns out that construction is not a um, an event so much as it is a long series of events, which will come as no news to anybody who's ever built anything, but I think still comes as a little bit of a surprise to us mm-hmm. at every turn, wouldn't you say? Yeah,
1: especially since, you know, you drive around town and you see like, wait a minute, that building was not there two weeks ago. All of a sudden it's been framed up or concrete's poured. Yeah. And I think the thing that's different about our project that I hadn't fully appreciated is the, the the three of the three phases of a build, which is in the mud, on the dirt and in the air, the in the mud phase was going to be longer than I ever anticipated because we are investing substantial um, infrastructure in the mud.
0: Infrastructure, all of that in the yeah. mud. It's a
1: lot. And so it's completely invisible to anybody driving by now because all those months of work in the mud are now covered over. So that was a bit of a surprise to me. And I think one of my reflections on when I came back from my trip and we still hadn't poured concrete, which was going to finally get us to on the dirt phase, I, I realized I felt a little bit of a letdown. And I thought, you know, I came back and there was all this great gatherings happening the day I arrived back in town. And people were excited about other things going on in the community. I thought, you know, if I was just me and my husband building this house and we came back with the expectation of some big leap forward in our project, both of us would have been like really down and nobody would have been able to lift us up very quickly. Within minutes of reengaging with a community, there's all this energy going on elsewhere that really spoke to me in terms of the power of this community to hold each other up. And to be more resilient through through times when one group or one area might not feel like we're moving forward.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting when the group's good news, it's not even your personal good news, but somebody else's good news like moves you along. You know, there's this perception that um, so one of our our future neighbors, their house is on the market uh right now. They just got it on the market, they've moved into an apartment and it really, you know, like I haven't personally done that. I haven't, I haven't even yeah. thought about that, but but I feel like we're moving forward as a group because they've done it. And so it's exciting to kind of um, broaden my worldview of what does it mean for us to come together as a community? It's not just my personal family's actions, but everybody's actions within the group. And
1: I so agree. Thanks for reflecting on that. Because I, I know when I saw their picture of the for sale in the house, yeah. I thought, man, I can do this too. I know. I know right? You're encouraging me. Plus, I'm
0: really excited because there's a group of people who, uh, they all have found rentals near where I live right now. Uh, and I'm so it's like we have this little like, yeah. like a co-housing and exile group going, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. people who actually live closer. So here's one thing that happened, Lynn. That made me happy is uh you were you were out of town last Saturday. I went to the farmer's market and peaches are in season in mm. uh Texas. And when they're in season, they are in season. So mm. good, it's so delicious. So I bought um one box of peaches for cooking, right? Because it needed to be used soon. And then I bought a bag of peaches for eating. And the I brought home the cooking peaches, and I was like, I'm gonna make all these things. So I stood in my kitchen and I made all the things. And even after I had made all of the things, I still had half left. Yes. (laughs) So I sent it out to our little like co housing in in exile group here and was like, I didn't want to drive it across town. That felt very kind of too much, but I was happy to get it to somebody who was uh, local. And so I did, I said, put it out there and then I dropped it off at one of our neighbors and they've taken what they wanted and have shared and had lots of nice texts from people. Well, you know,
1: that kind of, that kind of, you know, segues over to the other thing that I wanted to update people on is I feel like there's more and more ad hoc uh, gatherings happening and it's not just the post COVID effect. I think it is that more relationships are being built. You know, when you first start out something like this, it's very much a hub and spoke model. And now we're moving into this crazy spaghetti mess model, which I absolutely love there's all these cross wires. And I see sometimes in social media pictures of two people in our community who I didn't even know had ever spoken to each other. And they're hanging out doing, doing something, something together. <laughs> yeah, like That is so amazing that yeah. this is happening because it's just stitching this web of strength and connections, even before we move in. I mean, We've had the eighth grade graduation, thanks to your family and another, which was amazing.
0: Well, I crossed a line with that for me personally, kind of Lynn, because prior to that, you know, I've been uh, working on marketing with you. And so we've done a lot of things and like, I wouldn't ordinarily like put out an eighth grade graduation because I would have been thinking like in terms of, you know, oh, we're getting a group together, but really this was like, we don't have extended family here. Yeah. Two of the kids in the co-housing group are graduating from eighth grade and we're all going to celebrate in four years, these kids graduating from high school now. So let's get together. So it was an opening up to of kind of our personal, you know, like family stuff, opening that up in the way that I will in community. Um, yeah,
1: I love that. And you know, I, I think you heard a little bit of the conversation where, of course, my out of town experience was a destination wedding. And so I was joking with your girls about what how destination weddings were great. And you then <laughs> proceeded to explain to them and to everybody that their destination wedding will be in the common house. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. yes. I mean, we've got three daughters and they're really close in age, and we still have to pay for college. So, yeah. common house is. Free and is a wonderful destination don't yes. worry Did
1: they, just make sure they marry some rich into some other rich family so that they <laughs> require that you know um there you and then there's other things going on like little ad hoc there i know a bunch of people gathered at some beatles concert last night and i barely knew that was going on i had other plans but it was so delightful for me to see that going on on social media and people fe- feeling free to share that and um There's a name game thing happening this coming week where they're taking all of this more kind of dry and difficult to manage Zoom collective conversation into somebody's home with pens and papers and drawings. And I don't even know what's going on because I can't attend that either. But (laughs) I think that is the absolute beauty of, you know, having been one of the original people getting this thing going is that nothing happened if. I wasn't in the room at the way, way back, you know, and now I'm just so enthused about so many things happening. I'm not in the room. I may not even know they're going on. And it's like, life has been breathed into this community. And it's just really delights me no end.
0: Yeah. kind of like my
1: kids, when they started becoming adults and doing things without me or getting together (laughs) with their spouses and them. And I'm like, we're like, you know, out of the picture, I'm like,
0: yes, this is what I want. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because we're also experiencing some transition in our group right now. You know, everyone, then I'll just give another kudos to the professionals who have been, you know, by our side this whole time. And they are, they've been so, I mean, I get, I want to say prescient, but really it isn't prescient. They just know how this goes that as you get closer, as it gets more real, some people's lives are going to take them in different directions. And we've had a couple of transitions happen mm-hmm. where people have just had other stuff, you know, occur and have had to yeah. make different decisions, but it's fine. Like that's interesting. Yeah. I, I, to me. yeah. I mean, yeah. it feels
1: it's, I mean, it's sad that they have, it's like being yeah. at work and somebody gets an assignment to another team. And then what happens is that that seat is then, you know, you miss them But then the seat is open, that office is vacant, a new person comes in. We've had, in fact, it's really kind of interesting to me that we were only gone six days. And in that period, we had two people leave and two members join. So it was like a kind of immediate swap out. And I'm sad for those who've decided that this won't work out for them. Um, But I actually, what I do feel very good about it, apart from just a sense of resilience that we will move on. And, you know, as one door closes, another opens is the, the idea that none of them left because they didn't like the group. It was really all about the, if you think about it, this project's been going on for six years, people's lives change in six years. And if you're a younger person, um, you know, having career transitions, it's, it's unlikely that something won't happen in a six year period. And if you're an older person, life changes and you start figuring out the next decade you know, things sometimes have to get reconfigured. So I feel really good about that, that they've left with huge support and love for the group, but it's just not part of their personal plan. So, um,
0: okay, Lynn, I, this makes me think. So we have done the mud work on the site, right? Yeah. We have done the mud work on the community building.
1: Big time. We have
0: done the, we're on the groundwork. like hopefully this concrete pour is gonna happen this week, of the site. We have done the groundwork of the community. You yes. know, that's like kind of all of the, like, you know, not like the social events that are there just because we need a social event. And now our community is in, I think, the air work. It's the air where all of this stuff is floating out there and happening and it's going, it's, it's going up. Hopefully our site yeah. also will similarly. Going create. into the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just have this really strong feeling of our community, think. like a column kind of. Yeah. yeah. And, it's you right know, on. I don't
1: know about you, but I felt like at the beginning, a lot of the things that I would engage in and do, I felt like more is like, okay, that is that is me putting myself through the paces to kind of intentionally build that connection rather than feeling like really drawn. But yeah. now I'm transitioning into like, wow, I like tonight, for example, one of our members has an opening show in Galveston about 50 miles, 55 miles away and giving a talk as an artist. And we, you know, a lot of us, like we are being drawn. We're not yeah. going there out of a sense of yeah. obligation. It's like, I wouldn't miss that for the world, you know? Yeah. So yes. it's, I love how this is moving. Um, yeah. It's kind of like these rituals that you kind of do them repeatedly, repeatedly until they kind of sink in in a way that really um, has you have a deeper sense of connection to them. So, yeah. yeah. So that. the last thing I wanted to reflect on is just this experience that I had at this destination wedding, mm-hmm. um, and which I know you're going to have a destination common house wedding. So this is not <laughs> all. Don't let your girls listen to this. But yeah. Um, the thing that really struck me was that we were actually living in a uh kind of like a co-housing bubble for four days or so at this very nice place where we all had our own houses, if you will, our own rooms, but mm-hmm. there were a lot of third spaces, a lot of places that we would run into each other. There were uh I what I what I loved about what I noticed was that people in that group, because we all kind of sort of knew each other but not as deeply. And those people who didn't know each other started figuring out new rituals and connections. And, uh, I, I just thought several times, like, I wonder if this is what it's going to be like in co-housing. Like there was a ritual around coffee in the morning that some people joined in because there were more early birds. And then some people would go for walks or exercise. And then there was a ritual around a gathering, for you know, pre-dinner, you know, cocktail or hello, how was your day? Kind of event, and then moving to dinner. Some little groups, uh, and there were different ven- venues that you could all be. But nobody really left the property, yeah. so it was kind of this little co-housing <laughs> experiment that yes. just had a very, very uh, wonderful, comfortable feeling and a sense of belonging somehow to something mm-hmm. that made you feel more whole and more well and more, uh, grounded somehow. I, I just thought it was absolutely delightful. So I
0: love that. That's yeah. funny cuz people talk about causing as being like summer camp for adults, you know? Oh yeah. Which from in my experience in Colorado, definitely in the summer it was summer camp for adults because the weather is so gorgeous and the days yeah. are so long and you're yeah. so but but that's actually not the thing cuz you don't always feel that way everywhere. No. But that sense of belonging, of being with yeah. people who you Uh, to whom you belong, but then also that sense of possibility that it's not just the people you already know really well. It's not like a family vacation. It's like a summer camp. Like there are going to be new people and new things. And
1: yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, let the summer camp begin for the summer in Houston. (laughs) And we do have since Kelly is actually, you know, tied to Houston this summer. We have lots of ideas about podcasts. We're going to interview a lawyer about the, um, you know, what does it mean an LLC structure and, you know, how that's all set up. Uh, We're going to talk to Liz, one of our members, who's doing a training right now with Laird on conflict resolution that she is so excited about. She can't wait for the last module so that she can come and talk to us. And we're going to do a little book review. Um, What else is on your mind, Kelly?
0: I think we're going to do naming. Like when we finally come to the conclusion of the naming, and maybe tell the story of how that has gone because it's been in, it's it's one of the tougher things that co housing groups face are these kind of aesthetic decisions. It's a little bit easier to make a decision about spending money or not spending money, which is interesting that 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 I would say that that's easier than than something that has no uh, fiscal impact, but that really uh, has an emotional impact on people. Yeah. So I would like to talk about that. Yeah.
1: I mean, and emotional for some, and completely you know, agnostic, <laughs> yeah. for, others, you agnostic
0: know? for others. Exactly. Care,
1: yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm awesome. looking forward to a summer. Me too. Thanks.
0: Okay. We'll talk next week. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks for stopping by today. We're so glad you clicked on our episode. For more information about our project, Cohousing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about cohousing, we like cohousing.org. We're active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Cohousing Houston.